listening to a podcast from Light FM. Unlocking the secret to better parenting. This is Growing Pains on the Light Breakfast. And today we're talking about comfort items with our resident child psychologist, Katiana Azman, and the pivotal role they play in a child's psyche and perhaps why, even into adulthood, they still matter to us. So Katiana, our first question is, like, every kid has a favourite toy, teddy bear mm-hmm. or blanket that they can never let go of, right? Why do kids find comfort in these things? So it's probably something that they were taught to attach to, right? So maybe it was something that from a young age, whenever mom or dad was comforting them, they were given this toy. And so the connection was built between this blanket or this toy or this object. And so the child found comfort in it whenever... So whenever they get distressed, it was something that they were kind of introduced to by mom and dad. So the connection was built. And so whenever they feel upset, that might be something that they feel attached to. Well, I know I'm very much attached to mine, but is having a comfort item good for a child's early development? I definitely think that it is, right? Because you're seeing your child kind of, you know, self-soothing is something that we want children to learn, right? It's not something that they can do in infancy, but as they sort of progress through the months and years, children are encouraged, if not required, to learn how to self-soothe. And I think that comfort items is a really good transition from mom and dad being the primary sort of people, the caregivers being the primary people who help soothe children when they're tired when they're upset to having a comfort item which is still something that helps soothe them but they're predominantly doing the soothing on their own Um, so I think it's a good transition item of course we want to eventually try to transition them out of it although I don't know very many people who bother to because I know grown adults who still have their blanket who still have their stuffed animals I still happen to have my stuffed animal though I don't cuddle it as much and so I think that it's something that I don't really see it as a bad thing because it helps kids with self The general consensus is that, yeah, we want kids to be able to, whether it's to a comfort item or just kind of to themselves, we want them to be able to transition from relying on their parents to soothe them, to put them to bed, to calm them when they're upset, all of that type of stuff, and then kind of go towards them being the the primary and only people who kind of do that, right? Um, And so I see, like I said, I see the, the comfort item or the blankie being that good sort of bridge so that it's not kind of like they're going from leaning to parents and caregivers to all of a sudden doing things themselves. Although some children do do that, but I think that the comfort item does provide a a nice transition between the two phases. So Kachina, I see two sides to these comfort items. One is where the item is small enough and they can, you know, still keep it with them growing up so parents really don't bother. And the other being quite large items, like I had a massive pillow (laughs) that the parents see as perhaps too childish or maybe it's a huge bear. What happens when we forcefully remove it as they're growing up? I think it would cause quite a fair amount of distress, especially if the child isn't ready or the individual isn't ready to part with that particular item, right? So if it's still something that's actively being used to to help them soothe themselves from distress. If we're dealing with a young adult, I would say kind of a little bit of a concern that it's something that they still rely on because that means they don't have coping skills and they don't have self-soothing skills, which probably needs to be addressed. But if we're looking at sort of like, you know, a lot of parents will tell me they don't think it's appropriate for teenagers to have their blankets anymore or their pillows or their toys and so a lot of parents feel like they just have to rip it away but again when you're kind of doing that forcefully especially when they're not ready you do kind of create maybe a little bit more distress than usual because you're kind of throwing them in the deep end they've gone from having people to lean on to something to lean on and then now all of a sudden they just have to do it themselves i would say ideally come up with a plan with your child right to be like okay so now that you're a big boy or a big girl right we kind of want to make sure that 
insert item name here you know it's kind of like going to not meet them so much right instead of bringing your comfort item around with you everywhere comfort item can stay in your bedroom and you can cuddle it in. so it becomes something that you wean them off of um, but you don't kind of chuck in the trash right so I would kind of do that as compared to just and I've had some parents who while the kid was at school they just went and like took everything and just threw it away and the poor ch- children came home just distraught because that was the first thing that they would go to was go and pick up their teddy or I would say just try not to do the tough love version (laughs) now here's something that I also would really like to know is there such a thing as an age when you have to start talking about weaning off comfort items with the kids don't think so. I think that often where I see parents have the conversation is when they kind of hit the double digit age for sure, but more when they start to cross over into high schools or what we know as secondary school, right? So I think a lot of parents do start to question the comfort items when kids to hit about 13 or 14 because they feel like as a teenager, it's no longer appropriate. I see parents more particular about it with boys than girls, I guess because it's a little bit more socially acceptable for a girl to have a teddy versus a boy to have a teddy. So I think that there really isn't to me any particular cutoff age. For me, it's more along the lines of ensuring that they have the ability to self-soothe by the age that you're talking about, right? So if a teenager at 18, 19 still needs their teddy bear because it's what comforts them till today, then that's what we probably, I'm a little bit more focused on. So like, for example, I still have my teddy. My husband still has his teddy, but I mean, it's just sitting in our offices more a reminder rather than something that we cuddle. And I think that that's completely fine so I think it's important for parents to the primary focus is is your child able to self-soothe you know what I can totally relate to that not only is it in the cupboard but I actually have one that's on the bed (laughs) and if I'm feeling really stressed you know I give it a little bit of a scrumble at (laughs) night so I still find myself (laughs) self-soothing using that so you know I think it's important. So I know a lot of people who actually also have comfort items Mm -hmm. even as adults actually. So I'm trying to find out here, are there any benefits for encouraging comfort items throughout their childhood? Yeah, because I know some children who actually don't have any. So, I mean, like we discussed, like having that transition item, right? So especially with parents who might be, for example, mums who maybe been stay-at-home mums and then going back into the workforce. If there's going to be a change in family structure, if parents are getting separated, if there's any sort of new things that are kind of happening and the child is going to need to be more independent because of it, I think a comfort item is something that really kind of helps give them something to hold on to. I happen to know friends whose partners or either mom or dad are pilots and often travel and a comfort item was given to the child so that and I I had one friend who had a teddy that he gave his child and then he had a matching teddy would take it on all of his flight and so they came up with this story that like whenever he the child hugged it it was kind of like dad would get a hug and vice versa it became like this little thing that yeah and so I think that you know if your child doesn't have a comfort item it can be something you introduce if you know there's going to be a lot of changes and you're not going to physically be there to be able to help them with that I think in that perspective it's really helpful so like kids moving from different countries or anything that might require for them to kind of do a fair bit of self-comforting. I think a comfort item really helps with that. Well, that just reinforces the fact that I have one. And actually for the parents of younger kids I know who who don't actually have one, perhaps it's time to introduce. One trick I had with my son was I bought four of the same thing. So if one got lost... We didn't ever have to stress. <laughs> Some say that's a bit excessive, but I thought that was just forward planning. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Katiana. You can listen to all of our Growing Pain sessions again on the Light Breakfast podcast. That's on the Shock app. 
You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.